What's up? It's Zach from Ready Check Pool here again, as usual, with Jim Fro. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing fantastic. Me too. Thank, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> How are you doing? And I'm good, dude. Uh, because <laughs> we're here today with a shit ton. I mean, with a lot of wow news, like a ridiculous amount. But also, more importantly, we got a special guest. Wait, I'm not supposed to say special. With Very a, special. With a, with a cool. <laughs> With a cool guest, Undad TV, you guys probably know. What's, What's up, up, man? What's, What's up, up, guys? Good to be here. Uh, Zach's yeah. and I have been playing for a bit together. Uh, this is awesome to get on here and just talk about some stuff. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you guys don't already know Dad as he, as he goes by, you, by the way, that's going to be a struggle. I don't, I don't think people in Vision want to call you Dad. Sorry, I've been I, renamed Jeb already, man. It's fine. Jeb, it's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Running with it. <laughs> BDGG got- Jeb. Yeah, Jeb and Robbie. And... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened, but we'll call like Jeb, Jeb is like everybody's dad, man. He's just like everybody's like dry humor, not funny oh, dad. That's like, where so it I'm came Jeb. From. Okay, okay, <laughs> I get it. Jeb. But yeah, dad's a streamer on Twitch. He plays WoW, obviously. Uh, he's one of my favorite WoW streamers. He's he's on, on the rise. Just got partnered slash sponsored slash. I don't know what to call it with the uh, big dumb. I don't even know what they're called. Big dumb gaming guild. Big dumb golden guardians. That's it. Something yep. like that. And uh, yeah, so he's 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 on the rise, dude. You probably already know him, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Uh, if you're watching live as usual, send in the chats, the comments, the questions, and we'll we'll, we'll hit them up as we go, or save them to the end, or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. But yo. Randomly, a huge week of news uh, in in the WoW in the WoW beta world because uh, good old Ian just came out with I don't even know how he did like separate interviews and group interviews and I don't even know but he just dropped a whole bunch of like information bombs all at once yesterday or, like a couple days ago so we had a lot to talk about there and yeah we're gonna talk about that and how his how his his WoW thoughts go and how we vibe and all that stuff but I don't know. We had a lot. We had a lot to talk about. All we so, gotta uh, say is, uh, "Good morning, Zach's. Good morning, dude. How, how are yeah, you feeling yeah. right now?" I'm, I'm getting there, dude. I'm still, still winding up. We're making it work. I have the <laughs> worst, the worst sleep schedule that I could possibly have. Uh, <laughs> After you did but, so well, man, it was like you were doing yeah. so good. Like you shifted it back. Like you had the, you had the schedule, and then the snooze button fucking got you, dude. Dude, yeah, got me like seventeen <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> that was bad but now dude it's lining up because uh you know i'll wake up right before the expansion launches that's at 7 p.m or something <laughs> that's fucking wild i totally planned that out yeah 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 yeah. but uh yeah, we, we still waking up yeah those interviews came out of nowhere for sure i so i mean i don't know okay okay let me let me let me introduce our guest a little bit more okay so dad as we know we just had the uh, the Keystone Masters tournament that you casted. Was that your first oh, yeah. time like casting casting an event like that? So Keystone Masters hosted a thing at the end of BFA that I did a little bit of casting for. It was like their they called it like their weird FX weird effects tournament where they forced teams to like never repeat. Like each player could only play one spec once, so you could have like somebody could play Prop Warrior, but if you wanted to play Prop Warrior in the next dungeon, you had to have somebody else play it. Uh, so they had me do uh, the analysis for that tournament. So like in between the games, I would come in and me and a, a friend of mine, Sinodochi, 
uh, alongside Tettles, did most of the analysis for that. Uh, but then they asked me back just because I've been playing a lot of beta, um, as many of you guys know, and they wanted somebody to cast who's been like just involved with everything going on beta and would understand the dungeons well. Uh, so Sierra reached out to me for that. And then, yeah, so it was my first time casting like the actual games as opposed to oh. analyst work. And it was super fun, man. I was so happy to to get into to like an all day kind of being engaged instead of waiting between matches to to talk. It, it was way more fun. I loved it. Yeah, that was dope. For sure. Loved watching that. I was like looking forward to that. I don't know, like, you know, normally I don't look forward to like, I don't even look forward to the MDI really. But for some reason, just like a beta tournament was like, just sounded so cool to me. Just like, you know, maybe people were going to play some crazy specs. Maybe we'd see some survival hunter. No, you know? Yeah. People, people discover <laughs> yeah I was hoping, man. Meta. But, but we didn't quite get one. I don't, yeah, those, those tournaments are awesome. Sierra's done a great job alongside. It's been Sierra, Sierra and Moofs primarily uh, alongside. A uh, girl named Shine, who I don't know if everybody knows. Uh, she's more behind the scenes. She's She does stuff. Um, and then, actually, old... Anybody who played uh, Legion Mythic Plus might recognize uh, Mitt and Marv from the old uh, yeah, yeah, squad yeah. back then are involved in it behind the scenes. So it's a good squad, and we always get some nice casters involved, too. So it's really fun. That, that was fun to watch. Faux show. But, uh... What should I call it? <clears throat> Did you watch any of that, Jim? I was, you know, busy with a newborn, so I hadn't, I was, I was planning oh, on it, but then, you know, things fucking flipped over sideways, so I didn't really get a chance. So one thing I did, <clears throat> I did like is that it's, it's usually typical of, of the WoW community to, you know, to have a better, a better design tournament than, you know, a Blizzard sanctioned one, like no, no <laughs> fault of Blizzard, but like, that usually <laughs> like the community like knows, they know like, all right, we're, we're kind of sick of seeing, you know fucking unholy dk you know two rogues and a warrior you know with a druid like everything you know like we're, we're sick of seeing that like every single time so had them having rules that that you know mix things up a little bit i love that i think that's i think that's fucking great i wish that they would give us um like some type of private server where we can go on and pick our our um affixes and shit like that would be really great yeah, they they did that for the one on live that wasn't on beta. They actually gave they worked with Blizzard to get KSM access to uh, the tournament realms and stuff. So that was really that's that so was awesome. really dope for the most recent one. But yeah, yeah it's mostly it's like all X players. Like everybody running it is all like an X MDI competitor. So there's definitely yeah. a lot of insight into what makes a tournament good from both the players' perspective and well, now. Like let's be real, like it's awesome. Like myth mythic plus like tournaments are they're they're kind of stale at the moment because it, it ends up being like you know you watch you watch one you know one match one you know i don't even know what to call them one round and you've seen them all right like so it's like yeah it's kind of like watching rubik's cube tournament it's like you can get it a little bit faster but you're still watching the dude spin the cube you know it's, it's, not... one, it's one of those it's one of those tournaments they've done like i think they've done a, a pretty poor job of making it interested for a more casual audience right like like if you play exactly, the game at a high yep. level and, and you understand the difficulty of everything that these players are executing it's intense and it's really entertaining but for for anybody who doesn't play at like the top like literal top one percent not like one percent memes but like actually playing at that very top level um i think it's difficult to to give a shit because it's just like, what? What yeah. am I even looking at? Like, why and this do I recent tournament this? did a really great job at, at you know, making it so that there's someone who, you know, I don't know, but probably not Ellie Shaman, but there's a chance that you know Ellie Shaman gets brought. There's a chance that it's not going to be three fire mages. So if I play an arcane mage, maybe 
you know, an arcane mage gets brought or, you know, there's a chance at that. And and maybe if you want to, you know, try to get some skills for yourself or look at, you know, different things happen. It's kind of like um reminds me of when Dota and uh, games like that started having bans where you could just ban a few heroes. And now it makes it so that the whole fucking gamut opens up because three heroes get banned or whatever right and if they did that um in these tournaments where it's like oh we know what we're banning we're banning sub rogue or we're banning outlaw rogue or whatever each team gets two bands of whatever spec they don't want in there um i think that would be that would be fucking awesome i think like stuff like that would be really great yeah i like the I like the experimentation for sure because like even like i don't know if people you know like super keep up with the balance and whatever all the all the moods going on with with beta, but one of the surprises for watching that tournament um was uh was Boomkin, which maybe that's like more common knowledge uh than I than I think, but like there I feel like Boomkin has been like the most memed spec in beta where it's like they don't get a change for 17 years and then the only change they get is a letter and like they just don't you know their spec got redesigned and they just keep getting nerfed. Everybody's like losing their minds about Boomkin just being terrible. Uh the the fall of Boomkin, we're doomed. We're we're doing tank DPS. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, oh wait, we're uncapped. So we just win. We just pull the whole dungeon and we win. You know, it's like Boomkin. Yeah, can we talk off, about off that for a second? Since like this is a good segue. Like, what are your thoughts on the some classes are capped, some classes are uncapped, some are good at two targets, but so are the ones that are uncapped and then the ones that are uncapped are also good at everything else. Like what, how do you feel about that situation going on right now? I think that they had a chance. They had a chance to make it okay. Uh, but it seems like they've just implemented the caps and then that's the end of, that was the end of the thought process. It's just like, you, like when they introduced them there, they, they communicated that they were planning to make cleave specialists or low target specialists or wh- whatever their goal was. But, um, from everything they've done on beta, they haven't really followed through on that. There's kind of just, if you're uncapped, you're better than a class that's not capped, and that's kind of the end of the story. Um, my personal perspective, I don't think it's a good idea to begin with, even if they were to... to you don't um, like any caps? No, I think it, at least not any cap as, as low as they are right now. Um, True. Because like, previously to this, every class was capped at 20 targets. Like Nearly every ability is 20 target capped anyway. Um, and then it starts to either square root or meteor basically each additional target doesn't actually add more damage the damage is just split between more targets um that's all that's been a thing already so i think bringing the number down to like five six and eight is just ridiculous it it just it's it's going to make the mdi tournaments very one-dimensional i think on on live servers it won't matter as much um it'll be like frustrating to play but i think as far as overall meta and how how well you can do on live servers i don't think it's going to matter as much but it's going to make MDI even more one-dimensional and boring, I think. Because you're just going to bring cap classes. Not, that's it. Or yeah, uncapped classes, rather. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's kind of funny, like, uh, in terms of, like, dungeon balancing or whatever. Maybe it's just for, for beta. But you saw, like, the general, like, meta, I guess, for this Keystone Masters tournament was, like, two uncapped classes, or marksmanship hunter, because it's just insane, and then a rogue. And like it doesn't yeah. matter. It's like yeah. kind of like how in the eye or whatever, like pushing keys normally goes, where you have the rogue that does the mechanics, and you have two like DPS pumpers. Like, can, can we, we get... see something like a little, a little different? Like, what's going on here? 
So, so that brings up like two, two like separate points, right? Or separate parts to the question. So it's like you have the cap versus no cap, right? So it's like if they were able to make it so that, you know, there's some specs, like let's say like Pharaoh Druid or Assassination Rogue or whatever, let's say, say like, or, or Arcane Mage, like they're really great at single target. And then there's, you know, a, you know, maybe a, a warrior spec and a couple other specs like a, a frost mage that are super good at cleave. And then there's classes that excel at, you know, anything over that, like, you know, three, four, five, six, seven. But right now, it seems like the classes that are good at single target are also good at cleave, which are also uncapped and also good at everything. And then there's just some people where it's like, hey, we were, you know, we're pulling these, whatever, whatever. And it's like, oh, shit. And then it's like, I'm going to pull, we're going to pull this extra thing and your damage just doesn't go up. That is like, that's super, that's super like sad is like the boomkins keeping up with you on the one pull. But then when you pull three things, they just fucking take off. See you later. And so those are split into two like actual problems. It's like cap versus uncap or like the way that they're doing it is like just weird. Yeah, and the, the fact that it's entirely arbitrary, like it's just, they just, uh, you know, there's no reasoning for like which specs get capped at which numbers, you know, you just have to like trust in Blizzard balancing, which is not a thing that you're allowed to trust in, you know? Yeah, so if, it, if it weren't for the random number, the couple, like there's a couple melee outliers, but it seemed like they tried to make it so melee is capped and ranged isn't, and that was like, yeah, the take they were trying to, which like okay but i i don't know i think the whole thing just follows like a trend that they've had for the past two expansions where they make their balancing job harder for themselves by introducing things that aren't necessary and that this is just another example of that like they just they implement something that they think they can make work well as like a new idea because they're trying to keep the game fresh uh, or different or something um but instead of making the game feel fresh they end up making it feel more restrictive and they make it harder on themselves uh to balance the game it's kind of how i look at it that's like that's that's like a I don't know, I don't know what the word is. That that's a good summary, I think, for like most of the bad stuff in Shadowlands. Where it's yeah, like yeah. you have you have such like ridiculously cool like Legion 2.0, it's Legion, but we fixed everything possibility like potential. Where it's like, oh my god, this expansion could be amazing. Everything looks amazing, sounds amazing, the raid looks dope, the classes, you know, whatever. Uh, but then they, yeah, they just add in these little, these little things that are like, yeah, you can't change conduits or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like whatever. And you're like, what, where, like, where did that come from? Why, who, no, why do you, is that like a lore reason? You know, I don't know. We've talked about this so much on the podcast. It's just like, there's so much potential going on with Shadowlands and yeah, they just do like some little, like, wait, wait, hold uh, on Zach. What is the lore reason for I'm a frost mage? I now specialize in fire and that soul bind doesn't know me anymore. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> like, what, what, what lore does that come from? Is what I want to know. Th- <laughs> I was thinking it's like, a <laughs> I was thinking it's like, you know, you got the soul bind, like tab- magic tablet thing that like, whatever. I don't, I don't really understand that thing, but the conduits <laughs> are like, they're like little magic rocks that you have to move around. You know, you have to put the magic rock into the slot yourself. Uh, and that's why it's like they want you to be at the thing and it like I don't know, I don't you know, I'm trying to make something up. But then I was like, why doesn't your soul bind 
guy just move the rocks for you if it's like a physical literally a physical boy he's not the mall walker okay like only the mall walker can can move the rocks bro and you only can move them if you have enough rock energy yeah also why why does a some boss some world boss have a magic rock that increases my ice lance damage why? <laughs> what sense? What sense is that? How did you get that, man? Yeah. What does that have to do with my ice lance? And why did we rock. just find out about this fifteen years later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. There, there just can't be a lore reason. You know what I mean? It has to be yeah. some contrived like just well the most lore bullshit is the fucking the fact that all the uh covenants are working together but not enough to where they can you know welcome us in if we're hanging out with the other ones you know yeah so there's a there's a lot of weird shit going on with the lore but hey that's not our thing yeah we the covenants have to we they all understand that they all have to work together and and protect each other to for the 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 sanctity of the shadowlands but if you switch teams, dude, fuck you. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. Well, we don't, we don't like you anymore, dude. Got to, got to recap your renown. You know. But we yeah, still need like, you. To, we still need you to help us save the world. <laughs> yeah, it is like, like Hino says. Think of covenants like countries, where you just have to, like, you have to gain your citizenship. And then when you renounce your citizenship, <laughs> oh no, you get back, you're just you like, lose all your social benefits. Screwed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, oh that is, I don't want to think about it like that, but that is God so damn accurate. It. Holy crap. Dude, and that, like, <laughs> covenant, like, even that kind of goes along the lines of, like, the covenant idea of, like, there's these things and these continents or whatever you got to choose one is, like, such a sick idea. That's actually so cool, and I'm glad that it's in the game, but then they make it so, like, it's super, super annoying to switch and, like, restrictive and blah, blah, blah. So they just add this one little... They add it didn't exist and they added it in this little restriction that just like made it worse. And that's like the, the theme of Shadowlands where you just have this amazing situation. Like even legendaries, dude, this expand, like I really yeah. see, I really see this expansion as they, they took Legion and everything that was good about Legion. And then they like fixed a bunch of shit that was that like people didn't like about Legion, like the endless grind, the random legendaries, all that shit know, is dope. Like that. Yep. Yeah, oh, exactly. really legendary good. system owns like legendary system is super good this time around yeah. i'm very excited for that yep. portion of the game at least yeah it's crazy but yeah yeah, it's like they just they have like crazy potential for this expansion <laughs> i don't know why okay this is like a really bad segue but it just it just came to my mind thinking about the aoe cap was uh the one of the things that i think is weirdly like most likely to get it changed at least the hard caps is uh people did, I saw some tweet maybe it was from a developer or something and they're doing old old content and they like pulled the whole dungeon because it's old content and they can't die and he was a red paladin or something and he, he would press divine storm and he could only kill five of the infinite mobs <laughs> yeah, at a time. yeah that is so, so funny dude holy shit <laughs> what's the, i think and, the, the route they're going with red that they just did recently with giving them a legendary that uncaps them even if it's not like a lot of damage at least uncaps your class I would expect to see some changes come like that in the Well, the next no one weeks. likes hard caps. Like, that's like yeah, the I, worst I it's, fucking it's, thing. It's awful. Like, make it 20%, 30%. doesn't matter. Like, 10%. It doesn't matter. Just like when you're just like, all right, there's five and then there's none. Like, that sucks yeah, so bad. Terrible. 
Yeah, that's. that's I can imagine just going into like Scolamance and you're just running in, pulling the whole thing, and it takes you three hours because you can only kill five (laughs) things at a time. That is, oh my god. If they, if they like, you know, change hard caps and cite that as like the thing, (laughs) you know, like they give that an example, like, yeah, we don't want people to be spending out hours doing transmog runs, so we're fixing it. Dude, I'm. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't expect that. I would. I would expect that to be. I think some they they find a change somehow. I think like I keep bringing up the ret legendary, but it's just an example of like you have to opt into uncapping it, and then they can tune accordingly. Like if they think it does too much damage, they can just make it like pretty weak, but something people can wear uh, for specific uncapped situations, whether it be old old raid farming or, or if you're trying to go bigger in mythic plus. Like I, yeah. I would I would actually expect to see that. Yeah, you, I think you, that's a cool you see that across the, the board with other types of abilities, right? Like, like it wouldn't be too far fetched to just give pe- like, like I mean, I guess Rhett does have consecrate, right? That's not cap. Yeah, right? well, it's mostly the legendary, the legendary that you, the divine storm legendary. Now, the divine that portion, the legendary portion of divine storm is uncapped. They they hot fixed that last week, so yeah. like you can opt into a legendary that uncaps your class. Which, if you're farming old content, you're doing a dungeon that's more trash heavy. Is now like a good idea and i think that i think that aspect of legendary is pretty cool like giving you situational legendaries like that to work around your classes oh it's awesome whether it be for caps sure or not caps um is a good design decision now whether or not they implement that on other classes yet to be seen i'm hopeful i think that they probably will but i guess we're just we're praying at this point for that yeah but uh, yeah so they your spec your spec doesn't have to be uncapped baseline as you know as long as it has some little avenue of like exactly. getting there yeah, that's cool. On the uh, legendary, the whole legendary bullshit. Uh, did you see the the whole three weeks before you can get a <clears throat> before you can get a legendary? Have you seen that? With the Torghast changes, yeah, that's um, wild. Uh, I think it's I think it's good, so you don't have to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, doing <laughs> doing fifty plus Torghast runs in the first week after leveling on all your alts and shit. But um, uh, yeah, but it's it's just a crazy change to throw on the community, like you know. Like a week before it it comes out, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, their timing's weird. Not like a lot of these things that came out in these these interviews are all like, they're all like good things. Yeah, but they're just coming five days before the expansion launches. So it's like, what, man, what? Like you just told us this like a month ago, and it would have been fine. Like they're good changes. We would we would have been praising like all the the people who are so much higher. They're stacking up items, like different types of items, the movement yeah. speed and whatever. They spend hundreds of thousands of gold doing whatever, and they're like, yeah, yeah, that stuff's not going to work, obviously. What do you mean? You can't mount? Yeah. So <laughs> obviously you can't use these things. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? It's never been the case. Dude, that reminds me of the uh, the bonus roll thing. Do you remember when they, like, some, some interview or whatever came out? And they were like, all right, so yeah, as you know, there's no more bonus rolls in the game. And uh, anyway, we were like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. What do you oh, mean, yeah, as you that know? That was ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy when they were like, yeah, remember when we, when we said that? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> why, did, why was the loot change discussed then? Like the change in how much loot drops? Like why yeah. was that not discussed then? I guess for anybody who doesn't know, Mythic Raid bosses are going to drop three pieces of loot now instead of five. Uh, and no bonus rolls, so yes, you're at no like bonus rolls. literally half the mythic loot that that we've been getting, which is insane. Yeah, in the Wildhead article, it has if a ten raid boss existed, a world first guild would get forty five pieces of loot plus whatever they bonus rolled, and in 
in Shadowlands now, that number is going to be 27 with no bonus rolls. So it's going to yeah. be yeah. Like less than half the loot. Yeah. Which I think in. is something that they're trying to to go back to the classic way of doing it, right? That's obviously like inspiration that they're getting from it, making it less random. So, you know, you're not going to get wasted loot. But when you get the piece, you're done, but it's going to take you a little bit longer to get the piece. So I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think we're going to have to see like how it plays out, how it actually feels when we're like trying to, you know, gear our characters and shit like that. But the fact that Master Looter is gone as well is is a little bit weird or, you know, still gone, whatever is a little bit weird. So it's like now trading things is going to be a little bit more difficult for like the alt runs that people are doing to try to gear up for things like that like split runs i don't even know if anyone's going to be doing split runs again uh you guys would know some yeah, former dude. splits we have not i don't think we got a definite on how many splits we're doing zax but we're doing yeah. we're definitely doing at least i guess two maybe a third character as well yeah um, doing two. but um yeah i don't know i i think that like as far as like from a competitive standpoint, I think the change is like basically nothing because it's all relative, right? Like every, everybody's affected by it. So everybody's going to end up with mm -hmm. similar amounts of gear. And there's no like profession blasting this tier where you can just get yourself to be able to trade in many more slots than you should be able to because it like crafted from professions. Yeah. Um, but and with the cap on Mythic Plus, you can't trade now because you would have yeah, gotten exactly. a piece in Mythic Plus and shit. Yeah. But um, I think it's going to make farm annoying more than anything. I, I don't think like the competitive progression rating is going to be affected too much. I think it's just like finishing a character so that you can start bringing another character to farm to prepare for the next tier. I think that's going to be more annoying <laughs> yeah. than than anything. Yeah, I think I think like actually progressing progressing the raid will probably be like there will be like no no difference really because like I said it's all relative to like your competition who are in the same boat. Yeah, Hino uh, said that he's glad bonus rows are over, and I'm glad all the RNG is over uh, when it comes competitively. Like, I, I, I don't like that it's over when, when I'm in my casual state of mind, right? When, when we're done with progression and we're just going through done. Like, I like, I like gamble. I'm a gambling person, right? Like, I like, like if you, you know, like in raids and shit, we're always doing those little random gambles that we always do for gold and shit like that. I like doing Mythic Plus, having a chance to get, you know, something that's you know, 20 item levels that I don't deserve above what I deserve. Um, you know, and like, I love all that shit, but not in a competitive scenario. So I'm glad it's gone because I'd rather the competitiveness of it be what it is rather than having to get, you know, having to rely on luck to be able to, to keep up or to, to get your raid spot. Like you were saying earlier, like having to rely on luck for those things really fucking sucks. But uh it is it's going to be something that is missing uh that whole gambling scenario i think is is going to be missing for you know from doing like mythic plus and things like that getting the odd chance that you get a trinket that you don't deserve well dude now that like loot is so rare the gamble is going to be do you ever see that trinket do you literally <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever drop yeah oh but, my god i could yeah, think about like, like the King Goroth trinket back in the... Oh, dude, I'm bringing it back, dude. Holy shit. Oh, Where, like, everyone... Everyone wanted that damn trinket. Every single caster. And oh, now yeah. it's only three's gonna drop. So you're not getting one. There's a good... <laughs> yeah. There's a chance that you just don't get one. It, oh, and no bonus rolls. So you can't even just, like... You yeah. Like, yeah, yeah oh, my. Dude, loot is gonna be hard to get, man. Which is, like... If this is... If this is the price that we have to pay, so to speak, for uh, not not having Titan forging, then like I'm willing to pay it at least to see how it goes. Um, 
but yeah, like it's it's gonna be slow. It's gonna be a slow roll to get to like com- you know complete your character, so to speak. Because like that that's one of the things that I was excited about. I think a lot of people were excited about is having abyss list and being able to finish getting that abyss list. You know, and be like my character's yeah, done. Sure. On to the next one or whatever, and like feel like you're just like you're done. Um, but then they they I think this is how they're they're like stretching out that length, you know, amount of time that's going to take. You can still be done, but it's just going to take a little bit longer than a month, you know. Now it'll take two months. Yeah, well, I, my, I think people are underestimating sorry. the box, too. I think the Weekly Vault, having, like, as many options oh, as you yeah. can if you're playing oh, your right, character, right, 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 yeah. It's like a big change. Like, the, just the ability to to make it significantly more likely that your Weekly Chest is an upgrade speeds up the yeah, game yeah yeah that's 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 the good gamble that's like the fucking greatest yeah. gamble ever and i think that that's the best that is the best weekly cash system ever that's the best solution they could have ever come up with is what they have i think that that is a fucking that is a home run for whoever yeah, yeah. designed that yeah for and then sure the news the news that. they announced this week too because i i was worried about people accidentally getting a like last two boss stuff out of their weekly cash yeah. Uh, but they they announced it until you kill Stone Legions and Denathrius on whatever difficulty your reward is, you cannot get their loot table. So we were debating that back and forth those. on our channel. Like we didn't know, we didn't actually know how how to take what he oh, was yeah. saying. It was a little weird. Yeah, so I guess it like, is where yeah. where is the post? Let me see if I can find the post. <clears throat> Why are you looking for that? Um, so Maudi asked. Uh, he was saying like, do you think that this is this might make it so that. It takes longer to gear, which makes raids a little bit harder, which means that you will have to maybe, you know, go into normal before you can finish heroic, then into Ooh. mythic. Or is it going to be like Legion where you got gear so fast still that you could just jump right into fucking heroic, blast through it, go right into mythic and you're you're moving. Huh. <laughs> that's that's tricky, because I think. I don't know, I'm trying to think of how it's going to go for for me or like a player like me where. You know, it's going to be like the uh, like Mythic Plus. You know, you, you go from leveling and then you do the Mythic Plus, which gets you almost to heroic level or like. Did they know, say? Did they say um, Mythic Plus is coming out before raids? Well, I think. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think they've announced exactly how the timeline is going to go, but I guess normally they do like heroic week. You're capped like halfway or whatever. You know, it's if if the cap is fifteen, you can get to eight or nine or ten or something like that you can't go all okay. the way up it's so typically maybe they'll do it's that? typically been capped at normal raid item level which is like plus sixes plus five oh, or sixes, okay is yeah, that makes sense what it's been historically every, so that's before the raid the comes first out tier other than emerald nightmare i think they changed it after emerald nightmare where they started capping it so you can just get owned or like just out gear everything instantly so that's that is that will be normal and heroic week so Mythic Plus won't okay, be okay. until that week. Okay, and so it'll be Mythic Zeros until then. Pushed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so what, do you, what is the Mythic Zero item level compared to... Man, that's a, uh, a bunch of random-ass... Yeah, so a bunch of random-ass, like, like, how's that going to work with... Are you going to be geared enough to just blast through Heroic, is what I'm wondering. I think what a lot I'm of people wondering. are going to grind Honor and then buy stuff from oh, the Honor right. menu. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. To oh, get gear. No. Yeah, oh, sure. no. I'm pretty so sure Zax is going to be digging that, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure slamming know. Battlegrounds the first two weeks is going to be what a lot of people No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, just to so. have, have gear. I don't know how the gearing is. Like, I don't know how much gear you're going to be able to buy with Honor 
on heroic week like if or or if you can even gain honor the first they might make it so you can't gain honor i I was actually surprised that it seemed like it wasn't restricted the first two weeks um but Hmm. if it's not restricted you'll probably just bank up a bunch of honor and because think about it probably 197 gear the way we were thinking about it is that you would have a legendary you would have you know uh, whatever amount of gear you would have now you're not going to have any of that going into heroic and you know when week one the last boss in heroic isn't always just a pushover sometimes it's overtuned um like jaina was a little bit overtuned at the time uh so when now if you're going to be less geared going into something like that it's going to be it might be a little bit of a fucking a little wild ride you know, like especially for guilds that aren't as um, you know that that aren't as like fine tuned as a guild like Vision. Yeah, yeah I think the yeah. I think the mid tier and like lower end of cutting edge guilds will probably have a little bit of trouble early on, just getting used to it, because it's different. It's it's like certainly different from uh, how BFA felt. Yeah, just because like so much of your power in BFA came from just Azerite gear, right? Like if you just had your Azerite gear, it was like okay, whatever. Like the fact that my other pieces are scuffed doesn't really matter that much. I'm yeah. still pretty powerful in the raid. And yeah, I guess like you'll be you'll be objectively in this in this raid at the beginning. I think like you'll just you'll be objectively weaker than in in past tiers and expansions. But you like think that they're gonna make it so that foot. your raid is the raid is over for world first? Oh they're, yeah, they're, yeah. What, tell I, them I, about I, your I, prediction, dude. Wait, wait, let wait, let wait, know. Wait, 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 let's hear it. Let's okay. hear it. All right. So okay, I, I gotta come back. I had a thought, but okay, so. Uh yeah, my my conspiracy theory, right, is because they did such a janky uh launch date where it's like Thanksgiving week and that's weird and somehow they're okay with that. And then that's gonna put in putting the raid real close to Christmas, which uh Blizzard is like apparently known for just t- entirely going AFK for two weeks uh over like Christmas break and stuff like that. It just cannot be reached. Um, which you know, I didn't really know was a thing. Uh, you know, we got what Mythic coming out on the fifteenth, and then we got a week that that puts it at the twenty second is the next Tuesday, and then twenty third, twenty fourth. Then we're looking at Christmas Eve, and I don't think anybody wants to be around at the Blizzard offices, and people don't really want to be raiding and blah blah blah. I think my conspiracy is that Blizzard will make Sire Denathrius die on the twenty third. No, no later and no earlier. I that's my prediction is that Sire Denathrius <laughs> so will world first kill will be on the 23rd. Place your bets. Dude. Let, let me just re-emphasize that he's not saying that the guilds are good enough and will come up with the strategies <laughs> and will it, that Blizzard will make sure that this boss dies <laughs> on a specific date. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, ooh, okay. The, you know, they they're pumping, they're doing good. The twenty first, all right. The twenty second, uh, limit or whoever they get a reset of gear. Oh shit! Turns out. You know they don't they don't get to get like half the loot that they normally do. So like wasn't that much of a power increase? Oh my god, they're still struggling on the Nathrius. Oh well, shit, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here over Christmas Eve, dude. Okay, <laughs> uh, just nerf nerf nerf, nerf last phase ten percent. You know they're they're just gonna throw in <laughs> yeah. those little last minute nerfs, dude. I think, and they're gonna get it done on the twenty third. That's just my bet. Who knows? I don't know. I just I can't imagine. You know they don't. I I don't really. I guess it's like things that I want to happen. You know more than. <laughs> <laughs> like what what I'm really trying trying to I'm starting with what I want to happen and then going backwards but uh cuz I don't I don't think they they want you know like the raid to die 
before the reset because that's kind of whack and it's 10 bosses so like that's kind of yeah. like that's kind of unlikely so it's like okay then you get the reset and it's like all right well if it dies on the 22nd and limit gets a reset but the like a european guild doesn't get a reset it's like oh man that kind of sucks so at least get the european guilds to get a reset and then it's like okay then we're getting into christmas eve i don't know that's just my my low conspiracy we'll see see what happens this I think you're right actually dope either way i think what? you're right but not for the conspiracy reasons I think oh, let's I go. Like, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'll take it. This is, the, this is the first tier in the uh, Ian has a Costas era that they ha- are going to have a good grasp on how geared characters are going to be. Ooh. Like, there's oh, going to yeah. be like they actually are, they actually can kind of know how geared we're going to be. There's no Rude. randomized corruption involved. There's no Titan forging involved. There's no uh, as right traits that might be absurdly overtuned. Like, it's it's pretty like. Granted, there are a good amount of systems oh, that's in this so expansion, true. but a lot of them are not active very, like, they're not very impactful this early on, right? Like, you probably yeah. have maybe one potency conduit, uh, a low item Your level heart. legendary. Like, there's not, yeah. like, they could probably tune well, is kind of what I'm getting at, because they know how strong we're going to be, or they should know better than they've known the past four years how strong characters yeah. are going to be. That's so true, because everything, there's been, like, uh, uncapped, so to speak, things and like for every tier where it's like they just get six billion ap and blizzard just didn't expect that to happen their their neck is item level yeah. four thousand, and then you know it's like just out of nowhere they do mob souls six million times and you know stuff like that but he, yeah in shadowlands dude everything's everything's hard capped it's yeah. harder to get loot the loot isn't even as good yeah dude that, that's a good point like they'll be able to well i mean they're they're balancing history you know it's it's not the greatest, but yeah, I mean, if if ever, dude, now would be the time for them to like accurately tune some bosses. That's yeah. so. True. I mean, to be fair, they've they've pretty accurately tuned in BFA. Like it pretty almost dead on eighth to ninth day of Prague, the bosses died. Yeah, um, well, for, for all the tiers, right? It's like it's been pretty close to that almost to a T. Yeah, there have been heavy, heavy game breaking bugs yeah, involved, but yeah, I mean, you're right, and. To be honest, like Nihilotha for how I don't know about that tuning statement though, (laughs) because when you have three healers and two of them are disc priests, I don't know if the DPS checks are there. (laughs) I guess from a world first perspective, like like we're talking like obviously I think tuning is when you can bring the best comp with the best players on the best comp, like I guess tuning maybe doesn't matter as much because these guilds are just breaking the game to make sure that they brute force the boss down, I guess. But um yeah yeah maybe maybe that means the race will be more competitive this time or something because it's not just like if things are tuned oh, better you know what i mean Dude, like I'm maybe so we have some surprise hyped. spoilers by the way about or something about balance like ian thinks that the the fucking game is balanced like he really yeah. like in the interview he was, was like <laughs> he was like yeah the only reason why people like brewmaster is because they're under geared uh, at the world first you know in the world first is that so it's like yet that's why they're stronger, because no other tank can do that. What are you talking about? But um, he's like, yeah, it just trickles down, which there is a lot of validity validity to, right? Like the fact that, like, if someone that's, you know, playing something high up and it's going to trickle down, obviously. But, like, he's just, he's like, yeah, you can literally play any class you want at any moment and be able to kill everything. And it's like, that is true, but you're going to have a harder time if you pick all the shitty classes. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah he's saying like they they have traits that favor early progression but over yeah over the course of time it like levels out to where every tank becomes like viable it's like 
yeah, okay, like that's that's fair, but uh, you know, you still for the, we don't exist in like a time vacuum, man. Like at the beginning, some of them suck. You know, it's like, what are you gonna do? And it's the same ones every time. Brewmaster is never gonna be bad, man. You just have stagger, and it just fixes every problem that a tank ever has. And it's it's like what it what it do? It's like. This, that statement also says, well, Brewmaster stays the same. It doesn't. It also gets stronger, and it also just <laughs> dies less no matter what, right? Because it also rises. And there is there is a point where it kind of flips where, you know, uh, the, the mitigation like dodge, parry, uh, you know, shit like that ends up catching up to the Brewmaster stagger. But, um, I mean, I was, I was a Vengeance Demon Hunter in and, uh, and, and Battle of Dazraller. And that uh, that didn't go so good, dude. I, I still remember when you, you tanked Mechatork and you're like screaming at the top of your lungs. I don't have, I have nothing. Help! Like, listen, I, all right. So let me explain money. what was happening. Okay, I was a, uh, I was geared out of my fucking mind on the Vengeance Demon Hunter, and there were literally times where I would call ten seconds ahead of time. There's nothing I can do. He's gonna hit me fast, and if you don't taunt, I'm dead. <laughs> and then I went on my week old, one week old brewmaster, and I swear to God, I didn't have to. I had no problem, not a single problem on a one week old versus a <laughs> geared to the gills vengeance demon hunter. It was insane, dude. And you know what? That had literally that exact thing will happen in Castle Nathria. That has not yeah. changed. Vengeance demon hunter is pretty good when you have buttons, but you run out of buttons. Yep. And you, there are there are gaps. You don't uh, run out of stagger. You, yeah, Brewmaster's <laughs> just chilling, just, you know, cruising along, dude. I think the good news for that, though, is that they, I think so, the purpose of Celestial Brew and the, the rework for Brewmaster is so that they have a tuning knob. Because, like, true in, in BFA, there wasn't really, like, a tuning knob. There wasn't anything to do to Brewmaster. Like, you just had 100% uptime on your mitigation, and that was it. Like, they, yep. just, that this is the class. Here you go. Now, while that's still true, because stagger's just happening all the time, you, you do have phases of being much tankier than than your normal state with Celestial Brew. So I think they'll use Celestial Brew to tune that. Do I think they're going to do a great job at it? No, but I think it's it's encouraging that a, like a, a notable, distinct tuning knob has been put in place for that class to kind of tone down how strong it is if it, yeah. if it overperforms again. That makes sense because it's like, it's like kind of like having a gap in your mitigation when you don't have Celestial Brew. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Actually, that just reminded me, uh, one of the previous times that they added an absorb to Brewmaster yeah. did not go so well. Guard was a <laughs> little... Guard is in the chat, dude. <laughs> yeah. Holy. yeah. That, that button was pretty good. And well, whenever they, they initially added Celestial Brew in, <laughs> it was guard. Sh- it was broken. It was yeah. 100% uptime guard is what it was <laughs> yeah. when they first implemented it. There yeah. was Brewmasters that were, there were guys like streaming Brewmaster gameplay where they were just soloing Halls of Atonement yeah. on like plus 15. Out healing healers is insane. Like well, they would just solo. Like if they if they set up their brews and they didn't mess up, they would just have a hundred percent uptime on Celestial brews. So they would mm-hmm. literally take zero damage for the entire dungeon, <laughs> and they could so just walk sick. through all of halls without taking a point of damage. God. What what is your thoughts on uh, the tank balance right now? Uh, I think the tank balance is actually pretty good. I think Same. tank balance is I do too. Yeah, is more balanced than anything else currently. I think it's also more balanced than it's ever been. Uh, when you like for the options that you have, especially the weaker tanks, I think do more damage, um, which is is kind of like a nice little offset. Uh, but the fact that just just a, you know just the plain simple fact that Guardian is viable, you know, that makes me happy. 
Dude, I Guardian I, being viable dude. is dangerous though, man. Let, let let us remember Legion. Let us remember yeah, the first Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can Legion, fall asleep Guardi- and wake up and a boss is dead. Guardian being viable is a dangerous place sometimes. Because, uh, I mean, it got out of hand, obviously, with Marco Ursal and everything that they had. But I think Guardian's going to be very good. Yeah. Dude, how, dude, the fact that they took away their most powerful uh, mitigation that they had in Legion and they were still the best tank. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. They just deleted so it. Imagine taking away Stagger <laughs> and fucking Brewmaster's still great. Like, yeah, what? Really, like, we're fine. <laughs> not not to mention that, but they can go Necrolord and then change to the Necrolord Soulbind. Um is even better for Guardian than any other tank with the 3% main stat and armor just on Bonesmith on that soul. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. The buff to him. So an armor stacking tank that was already playing that soulbind for damage without the defensive qualities now gets 3% bonus armor. So yeah, yeah it's I pretty think, fucking I think wild. Guardian stocks right. are rising, man. <laughs> Bro, that yeah. that legendary just they went from the bottom now they're here, dude. Like it's so sick. Yeah, I like. I remember like what you made your you made your guardian drew a video, saying like, okay, I I know you guys are gonna disagree, but guardian druid can't die, man. Like I got I got buttons, <laughs> and like you're like, yo, guardian druid, it's maybe simple, you know. There's not much going on here, and they still got lunar beam, which they then deleted after the video because they they watch our stuff for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they came out with that. Uh, you know, just over over the course of time, just people have figured out like, oh shit, this uh. This thrash legendary makes me invincible, literally invincible during my incarn. Okay, that's cool. The- and then they nerf it. It's like, okay, a little more reasonable. And it's like, oh shit, Iron Bark makes me invincible also with this legendary yeah. and this kind yeah. of blah, blah, blah. Hey, when you, you can know? have like, uh, it's like a, something like a 70% uptime on Iron Bark. Uh, that's a little bit stupid. You know, <laughs> like that's that shouldn't be in the game. But uh, there's, you know, I think, uh, I, I think fucking Guardian is a snooze fest, but... I love Guardian. It's going to be my alt, and I think that uh, I think the fact that it's viable and 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 unkillable in Mythic Plus, and then it's also viable in Rage, is just fucking fantastic, dude. And then you see the shenanigans that people are doing with uh switching to Boomkin and and using yeah. Convoke, and then up, what and it's the not used if you're playing Moonkin Affinity. It's actually super engaging. Yeah, that is so wild. I was about yeah. to bring up Dorky, dude. Dorky has been doing crazy shit on the yeah. boom, on the well, I was gonna say on the Boomkin. Well, I mean, on the Boomkin too. Yeah, like, yeah, freaking, yeah. He was like, I feel like one of the pioneers. I don't know about that, but you know, whatever. He was blasting as Bear Crow, you dude, know. But like, hundred damage, man. It's yeah, like, very <laughs> and, cool. Just abusing like, the Necrolord ability, like actually finding synergies in the Necrolord ability by having more dots, so you get more value out of Necrolord, and then also the Soulbind being good is just like. Very cool. I Beautiful. think we're going to have stuff like that that comes up a few weeks in the expansion where people kind of yep. like solve some weird builds that haven't been really figured out in beta. Kind of like what I've been trying to do with Survival Hunter where like no, there's underrepresented specs that mm-hmm. nobody, people just, the good players just don't play them because the good players are going to gravitate to stuff that's historically good, right? You don't want to waste your time investing into something uh, when you're trying to compete at a world first level or world top 10 or 20, whatever level you're trying to play right. at. Um it's it's not a it's not like I don't want to play that spec. It's like I have to manage my time somehow, and I have to try to 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 hedge my bets and and pick what's likely to be good. But when Prague is over, I think a lot of players will just start experimenting with stuff, especially players yeah. that main like specific classes. Like you see guys like Shelly uh, do that with uh, Warlock, where he tries to make Demo work once Prague is over and figure out where Demonology can be good. Um, 
a lot of the hunter players do it with either BM or marksman, whichever one's not good. Not so mm -hmm. much with with survival, but uh, <laughs> did you I see, think, the, I think see the, that? I think you'll see that maybe a week the new, or two um, after after the prog starts to end. The the new Twitch streamer Robbie Fortnite. Have you seen that guy? Like just crushing. <laughs> Dude, I've never survival. been able to catch him live. Every time he, every time he's owning, I'm also streaming. So I've never been able to, <laughs> to like catch him doing his thing, man. I've been That's able to wild. It. The infamous Robbie Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was gonna say, um, what you call it? Like in your in your Guardian Druid when you were talking about it, and you were saying like one of the main things you wanted to see with Guardian Druid or Druid in general was that like affinities become more of a thing you know you are you are a bear but you also have access to some like boomkin stuff some resto yeah. stuff and you actually use that stuff and i've i don't know if i've ever seen a better example of a tank getting threat kiting going into boomkin <laughs> yeah. form and like casting yeah. sunfires and shit like whatever he's doing like doing in using a night fey ability to like spam moonkin abilities like that is an affinity if i've ever seen one you know what i mean like that's yeah. really cool Dude, the funniest is like when <laughs> The funniest is like you actually have to wait a couple seconds before you hit the boss when he's pulling a boss because he's <laughs> opening it. He's opening in Moonkin form, so he doesn't have the threat modifier from Bear. So he's just like blasting out like a Starfire Star Surge combo, and if you instantly oh. attack the boss, you just have threat because he's not actually. Oh a no! So, so you have to give him two seconds to get his, his freaking Star Surge opener off. That's Jesus awesome. Christ! Um, I was gonna say, are they using of, like Heart of the Wild? I haven't even looked. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not sure how Heart of the Wild plays into it, um, but potentially, I think most of it is just it's just uh, the dot amp from from Adaptive Swarm that makes his dots just bounce like that bounces around and causes all his dots to do more damage, and he gets an extra dot via Sunfire, yeah. uh, which is most of most of it. Dude, okay, and that that brings me to my next point that I was thinking of is so part of what's going on in Shadowlands is instead of like instead of in, in previous expansions where you start out with like a base character and you have w maybe one system and you work your way through that system and then they introduce another system and they start stacking them on top of each other like especially what happened in bfa in shadowlands they're just you got them all you got them all right at the beginning you might not have access to the full the full thing right from the get-go but like you got some you got some synergies going on you got you know, soul binds and covenant abilities and legendaries and whatever, new talents, new stuff. And that's actually allowing um, some pretty cool stuff right from the beginning of the, of the expansion. Because normally, at the beginning of an expansion, you get what you get. Survival Hunter is either good or bad. You can think about it for about three seconds and, the you know, you're done. You don't have to think about it anymore. This is the decision has been made. There's nothing to discover anymore. You know what I mean? Um, but with this dude... I feel like I feel like there's something new being discovered, like at least on beta, like every week. It's just like, oh, Fire Mage was the worst spec in the game, and now it's the best spec in the game, and nothing changed. Like they didn't change anything about the spec. It just people found a build, they, and it's not like a thing that's baseline to the spec. They found. Hold on, are you great... saying that that Blizzard is implementing something that's working? Yeah, to to an extent, dude. They're gonna what nerf the, shit the hell, but. The fact that like Fire Mage baseline is terror like terrible. I don't even like I don't even know, but they just destroyed the spec because it was so crazy in Nihilotha. But these systems that we're getting at the beginning of the expansion, which I think is a good thing, are allowing it to have like this cool build where it has it has synergies, which is like the important thing, between their legendary 
their talents, their their soul bind itself, and the conduits in the soul bind, like all the systems are working together to create a build. That is awesome. Instead of like you have one Azerite trait. Yeah, you know, for sure. And it doesn't even send you, and you use like a generic one. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that's that's clearly not not good design. And that, yeah, that even right. happened with Frost Mage too. Like having synergies between all these systems at the beginning is so sick. I I agree with that actually pretty heavy. Uh, originally, I thought it was going to be a shit show that all these systems were coming in at once, and it still might be. But even if the first tier is bad because of it, I think it it makes it so it's easier for them to make the rest of the expansion good, because they just they just have to. Yeah make all the systems better rather than have to make new systems to fix the initial systems. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, which is what they did in BFA or what they tried to do. At least they can just, they can just expand upon the three systems that are already implemented into the game uh, to, to make them more engaging or, or to add yeah. um, more agency, I guess is, is the right word. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. And something that uh, was like, confirmed again um with this like ian information bomb the other day is that tier sets are still planned to be a thing like they're actually designing tier set look you know visual cosmetics and he said yeah tier sets are i'm so excited for that thing and And set bonuses did he confirm set bonuses yeah yeah i think so i figured that was gonna be the case because like last time we had him the first tier like emerald nightmare didn't have tier sets either Right, so right. I wasn't really worried that Nathrie and Nathria wasn't gonna have them. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's just the fact that like we already have uh, you know, like an end of sort of like an end of legion amount of systems, end of BFA amount of systems, whether they're as impactful as those or not, so, you know, it is what it is. But now and then on top of all of these little potential little synergies you have, which are cool, you might also get a tier set that's gonna change from raid to raid which is like tier sets are the i, I love tier sets that i can't wait dude way i'm so cool. excited yeah that is the good so, shit man they got options and it's gonna and be wild gonna... too with the whole conduits mixing with tier sets mixing with talents mixing with legendaries it's gonna be fucking wild <laughs> and they yeah, might good luck on uh, balance but like i don't care hell I yeah play, i ideally like play every class like in a perfect world i can keep up every class and i can just play whatever i want like that's how i enjoy the game i don't really like maining anything so do whatever you want with balance blizzard that i don't care as long as i can swap between different different classes without it taking two months man yeah yeah i'll play whatever is the most fun every tier based on the tier sets and that that's like my dream for the game same that and that's like that's a massive 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 improvement in shadowlands with alts like that 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 might be one of the most noticeable things that people people come across uh is you can actually just have alts it doesn't take there's no it's really, not really any anything that's uncapped. Um, you can you can kind of get done with your character and move on and within like a reasonable amount of time. Um, and the fact awesome. that like and, the legendary means that or the legendary system with the soul ash means you only have to do floor eight and you get all the shit from the bottom. I fucking love it, dude. The Shadowlands is gonna be yeah. so sick. It has such ridiculous potential. And uh, I was thinking about the the whole alts thing. So I remember. Um, I was probably probably Max from Limit. He's talking about how there it's, and I'm sure all top guilds run into this. There's a sort of a roster effect, like the, the amount of people that you have on your team when you can't have alts. You have to have like, four, you have to have like four warlock mains that like pretty much only play warlock. Like if you need warlocks, they have a warlock, and that's kind of all they focus on. They can't really have alts because. You can't play an infinite amount on several classes. 
So you just have a roster of mains and you have to have everything covered. So you end up having like 30 people, you know, and you, you don't even use 10 of them in progression, which doesn't feel great. But now that, you know, we're going to be able to have alts, he's, uh, he's saying like, I could, you know, I'm going to have to cut down the roster, dude, because like we're going to, if, yeah, if I have the best player in the world, he can pretty easily switch between like two, three, maybe four specs. Like they're all going to be pretty, pretty up to date. So like, I don't need to have like repeat mains as much. Um, because yeah, when you have good players, it's more valuable. Yeah, normally, yeah, like yeah, they can normally play different specs, and they're not light years behind because of some infinite grind. Which, like, I think, like maybe sockets are there, and those aren't even an infinite grind. Uh, and they're sockets, and you can't even have them on all all pieces anymore. So, like, dude, alts. I don't. You might not even call them alts anymore, dude. For some some players, you're just gonna have triple mains. They're all gonna be equally geared. So My other to... character. Woo! Um, yeah, my, yeah. my rogue mage and hunter to all blast the entire <laughs> yeah. year. I'm yeah. so ready. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be dope. Uh, did you guys? Uh, uh, what do you guys think about the whole? Uh, you know, when they asked him how long it's gonna take him or how long it's gonna take for you to get caught up on renown, he says within a few days of gameplay, you'll be able to be at a point where you're like viable. I don't know what the fuck that even means, but then he says, yeah. um, you'll be optimal. You know, a couple weeks after that. Do you think that that's like a good place for the covenants to be or what? I don't know. Like, I wonder if he's talking about down the line, like when everything's unlocked, you know what I mean? Like in, in two months from now, when it's like you have all the renown, if he's talking about that, that time where it's like, okay, I switch covenants. Um, and then I have to get the entire covenant up. Or if he's talking about like early days where you don't even have everything unlocked. So it's like, doesn't take much to catch back up. Um, but I mean, I guess like that timeline is, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they could, they could dissuade you more from switching covenants. It was know. a bit ambiguous how it's going to work. Like I'm not, I'm not even really sure what to take from, from that. Cause the way, the way it was pitched early in beta was if you put in the time, you can catch up on renown no matter where you are. Like you can just catch up instantly. But now the, the way it's worded makes it kind of seem like there's going to be some sort of time gate on catching up on renown whether it whether it's because you start late or because you swap uh to another covenant so i guess we'll wait and see that's something that like obviously i'm a little worried about because i think the strat of picking a covenant early and then swapping to a different one late is something that many classes um may utilize but... which sucks so bad man that whole like that that whole you know quote of a couple of weeks after you should be totally fine. A couple of weeks in progression is at the end of progression. Like, yeah, that's like, that's way too long. Yeah, so but we'll I we'll see. Well, that's why I think the way it's worded, there's no nothing like concrete has come out about Renown from, from what I know. I haven't seen anything that's just been like, all right, this is exactly how it's going to work. And now I understand it. So I guess we're, we're wait and see on that. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of, I think he maybe elaborated a little bit more on it. It's talking about he like kind of explained how the catch up system works, where it's like the further behind you are, the faster you catch up from just doing ra random stuff that you were already gonna do. Um, so it's kind kind of making make more and more sense. You get three renown a week. Here's how you get it. But yeah, that system's a little weird. And for what it's worth, they're like talking about you know take it taking a couple week, a few days, a couple weeks, whatever to be 
come back to being like optimal, so to speak. Um, you know, for soulbind for covenants and soulbinds, like we're talking about like pretty small differences. Like they've, you know, for you know, I don't know if it's good at the end of the day, but they've been just absolutely crushing all of the benefits you get from soulbinds effectively. Yeah. Like they've just making been making them all trying to balance them, but making them all pretty small. So like if even if you don't have a soul bind, you know, you have your conduits, but you don't have your soul bind, you're really not that far behind, you know? So like losing out on renown is like, you know, talking about single digit percentages, which like if you're super performance minded, like that's the end of the world. But like, it's like one, two, three percent, you know, just missing out on a soul bind. Now that they're nerfing everything, like Pelagos, they just, del- you know, effectively damage wise deleted, you know, the, the, the strongest part of Adam is just gone. You know, so it's like okay, they're really they're really trying to hammer down like how much DPS gain you get from the soul binds alone. So, dude, I don't know, I don't know how it's gonna work out. I like as I'm, a as a mage, I'm, cool. I'm confused. I'm cool with them, you know, nerfing things to get the balance right as long as they can get the balance right. Um, I think uh, I think with the amount of systems that we have, there's enough uh, customization to where we don't need everything to be ten percent impactful, right? Like that would be that would be wild if if everything was ten percent, uh, yeah, then yeah, it'd be true. really really fucking hard to balance. Um, but uh, the the few things that I'm concerned about is uh the the soul binds when you're able to get uh your uh your your potency conduit. Uh, you know there there's different times where you can get them. I think I'm I'm not unless they just recently changed them all to be the same. But there's different times, and then legendaries. Um, some legendary patterns you can't get for the six week on a rotation. So it's like <laughs> you might just not be able to have your best legendary. Um, and those things are a little bit funky. Like uh, that there's there the time gating's cool, but sometimes it's time gated to the extent where like if um for frost mage if you want. The frozen orb legendary. Uh, if you kill Denathrius, it's not guaranteed that that drops. So you might have to kill Denathrius a couple times before you know before you get that 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 uh, legendary pattern. Mm. And that can just be a that that could just be a bad luck. I'm pretty sure they're gonna hundred percent those. I think the world boss ones are weird though. Like the world boss ones are scuffed, but I, I think the raid ones they're gonna hundred percent drop rate. Yeah. Um, yeah, because from what I've seen, some, for whatever reason, some of the characters on beta get legendary drops and some of them don't. I don't know if it's like because of the oh. class you're on or what. But um, for the ones that drop out of the dungeons on beta, for example, Cryptic Shaman has somehow gotten to a state where legendary drops are on his loot table and they drop at the same rate that conduits do. So like when you do the content oh. where it drops, like it just always drops for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so uh, I think what he... that that's what we're gonna do with the raid. Because Ian said he wasn't bosses, sure about like, it, but that's what he said. Yeah. Like the Yo. world boss is super scuffed. If they don't, if they don't put those recipes somewhere else but world bosses and just have them drop from like multiple places, that's a. Uh, I think that's a very very bad design decision, yeah, because you're just totally. on a rotation. That's just time. That is time gating your legendary. I think that's really really bad. Yeah, and they they kind of. Uh, you thought about that kind of thing with conduits because I'm pretty sure, so I'm just making it up. I think you can get your any conduit from more than one more than one place. You know, like if if there's a PVP conduit or whatever, you can also get it from where I don't know wherever. And I think I think that's how it is. Maybe I'm making that up, but I remember hearing that at some point. Beta makes conduits kind of confusing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'd be great if it'd be great to. I don't know how many world bosses. 
world bosses even are there? Are there six? Yeah. Yo, like having to wait a month to get my get my legendary. That would yeah, be. Yeah, it's awful. Especially if you like start up an alt like late for some reason. You're just like, oh, I'll just I'll I don't want to work on my alts till after progression's over. So I'll wait till till week five or six or whatever. And then you happen to start like the week after your world boss is up for your legendary. And it's like, well, man, what the <laughs> hell? Well, I'm not gonna play this class for this character for a month and a half now. Like, what? Yeah, that's what? wild. <laughs> Dude, oh man, I I don't know. I don't know which expansion I've been more excited for. I think Le- I think I've still was more excited for Legion because that came. You know, I don't know that. Are you guys? Where, where's the hype meter at for you guys compared to compared to previous expansion? I'll let you go mm. first. All right. I don't think. I think the most hype expansion for me was Wrath because it was my first real expansion launch i played like at the end of bc or at the end of vanilla and then just kind of rolled into bc so like that expansion launch wasn't crazy but wrath i was like oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna play a new expansion this is absurd and then i like lagged out in the howling fjord for like nine hours straight before <laughs> i could do anything um and then funnily enough i think i was the most hyped after that for wad I think the the intro trailers to Wad were oh yeah like insane man. I don't think they've done anything cinematic wise that's that will surpass the Warlords videos that they did. Um, and then Legion, and then probably, probably this. I don't know. Kata was pretty hyped too. Expansions are always hype, man. Even BFA, True. I was like kind of hyped for, it. even though I knew it was gonna be ass because I was playing beta so much. <laughs> I was still hype, man. Like I was, it was still like, yo, I'm gonna grind again. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, that that's you just saying like talking about WAD. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what they did with WAD, but whatever they did with like marketing and the yeah, like the cinematics and stuff like that, like the uh the Iron Horde leaders, I don't remember what their title was, but like yo, they they crushed the warlords like marketing. Those trailers were so sick, man. Oh my they God. were so freaking cool. Although I think this expansion generally, like outside of me, I think this expansion is maybe the most hyped expansion ever specifically because they pulled a gigantic base back in with classic and this is the first expansion launch since classic so like this base of people that left the game they sucked back in and now like those people are all now experiencing an expansion launch again which they probably haven't experienced for like a decade or so uh if they left after like the original trilogy yeah because this is the uh like what the most the most pre-ordered expansion ever you know whatever since wrath or i don't know how they how they say it like people are People are pre-ordering it, you know. If that if that's a measure of hype, I don't I don't know I don't know a better measure. But yeah, dude, I I got my hopes. My hopes are way up for Shadowlands, and I try. I'm I'm a guy who tries not to get my hopes up. So I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I played I played vanilla, and I was a youngster. Went into TBC. I don't even remember that getting like announced or launched <laughs> i don't remember any of that i played all of tbc too, right? i don't sure. even remember literally it's a blur uh and then uh i go into tbc i mature i become a man you know ripe age of 16 17 and then <laughs> i remember wrath coming out and i lost my shit i was at at midnight i was at gamestop with my girlfriend and like you know we were waiting got the thing came home weren't able to play for about fucking 10 hours then it just went straight ham all the way to dude it was so wrath was a giant fucking hype for me um and then cataclysm i had no hype for and then i stopped playing all the way until legion came out 
super excited for Legion, not excited at all for BFA because I just didn't like the the whole Horde versus Alliance. Like there was just no real threat, right? There was no like world threat going on. Um, with that, and then Shadowlands, I am fucking so excited for. I don't know why. I don't know what happened or where it flipped. But when we started in Alpha, we started playing Alpha or whatever. I wasn't hyped at all. Like, and then like I started playing like Torghast, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking good." And then they started making some changes that I was like agreeing with, and I was like, "Damn!" And then they brought out the legendary system, and I was like, "Fucking hell yeah!" And then they brought out the vault, and I was like, "This is everything I ever wanted." And then like the minor little details was like pvp scaling is now gone and like there's a pvp vendor i'm like all right i'm in i'm a hundred percent and then we tested the raids and the fuck dude the raids are so good like the nathrius might be the best raid boss ever designed and i'm yep. i'm a hundred percent in on this shadowlands hype and i've been trying to tell like people who haven't had beta or haven't been following following it that like trust like just give it like just give it like a, a month if you, you know, like try this out for a month, I can, I can almost guarantee that the first tier is going to be sick after that. I can't guarantee shit, but <laughs> the first tier is going to be great. That's what I think. I'm fucking, yeah. I'm so excited for this more than BFA, more than Legion and just as much as wrath for me. Yeah, this, this, this expansion definitely has enough going for it that it's like, it's worth coming back to and trying. I feel, I mean, I don't know, like. I've been hating on this expansion nonstop, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad, but, like, it is worth trying. There's a big risk, you know, Blizzard is taking, like, a big risk, like, design-wise, with not being able to switch stuff. And maybe people hate that, maybe they won't. Maybe they got that from Classic, and, dude, I don't know. Like, they're, I don't know what they're, what this experiment, how this experiment's gonna go, but it's definitely worth trying, I would say. And we get that question all the time, which is, like, kind of why I'm bringing it up. People saying... Should I come back? You know, is Blizzard, is Shadowlands going to be worth playing? You know, people ask that all the time. So I think it, at this point, I think it is. And we'll see after this first tier. It just has so much going for it. Like you said, like the yeah, vault. Four days. Crazy. Four days, dude. Torghast, dude. I don't think people are ready for Torghast. I don't think they understand. You know, they got like, they've been getting little sneak peeks and stuff, like people doing it on stream and like whenever it first came out. But dude, like when you get in there, Torg it's nothing you've like never, you've ever played in WoW before. Ha- yeah, you have never played Torghast before. It is literally a new thing in the game. That's it's like it's like in Legion when they brought out Mythic Plus, and I was like, why didn't this exist already? This is sick. <laughs> so yeah, when you get when you get in Torghast, bro, it's it's awesome. It's sick. And I haven't uh, I haven't played Torghast since before Rogue had like any of their abilities. When I was testing <laughs> Torghast, literally every ability was just a chicken that gave me two percent main stat. And there was like no anima abilities to test at all. And then I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna play Mythic Plus for all beta because this is not working yet. And then just like never yeah. went back and revisited. So it'll be cool to see see all the changes. Cause like when I'm looking through when they when the hotfix notes come out or the patch notes come out, there's always anima power changes. And I yeah, just like yeah. I just always, yep. like, I don't even look at them. I just like so it's gonna yep. all be a surprise to me. Uh, Same with us. We've been working like a ton, dude, like on the raid guides and stuff like that, Um, you know, for how we're going to be doing all of our guide launches and stuff like that coming this week. And so we've been just working on dungeon guides and whatever. So we've had to like kind of do overly do all the other shit. So we kind of like 
push Torgas to the side. And I just remember, dude, when we did Torgas and I got I was blade storming for two minutes straight at 300 percent <laughs> movement speed. I was like, there's nothing in this game that has ever like done that. And it was so <laughs> dude it was so much fun and then like you'd get like you'd get some combinations that were pretty shit right like you would be slowed which they took out of the game you'd be slowed for like the whole floor which was fucking awful um but they took that out of the game and then they're adding a whole bunch of things and there was classes i didn't get to try and i'm super excited for Torgas right now oh yeah yeah they they i don't know who made that whoever they hired to make tor oh my god dude that guy quit. Cool. 13 years. You didn't see? <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, it's something that will inevitably get old, so to speak. You know, if you do something enough times, it's it's going to get old. But it's also kind of built with that I mean, in we're mind, still playing right? this game. Yeah, true. <laughs> Torgas is built in mind to be just, like, insane the first few times you do it. But it still is, like, randomized. Entirely randomized. You know, you go in there, it has, like some constraints but like you're gonna ha you you will have a different experience every time you go in there it's not gonna be like a island or a warfront where it's literally just scripted one for one you know what i mean you know the timestamp of when this thing's gonna spawn you don't you don't know what you're gonna get and that might keep it fresh for a little bit longer and the fact that like yeah like you said you might you might press blade storm and now you're in blade storm for the rest of the floor it's like it's <laughs> so dude it's so that. sick and then remember you you were like we were like doing it dude there's this boss that we came up to and at the whole dungeon was kind of like slow for us like getting through there and he's like i'll take care of this he fucking threw his heroic throw or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> and the thing just died like i've never seen that ever he literally <laughs> one shot a boss it's like what yeah, I hope they I hope they don't tone that back. I hope they let things be absurd, right? Like it feels like it's yeah. a, like the perfect content to just let just let it exist in its bubble and like just be absurd and have your yeah, characters so, do absurd things. Yep, yep. And, I love broken shit when it comes that to that. Hell yeah, yeah. And I think they they actually found like an interesting compromise sort of to like to accomplish that, where like they can leave just insane combinations in the game where. Maybe it'll change for the like infinite one, but you you only really do twelve floors at a time, um, with like the layers and stuff for like to get the legendary stuff. Um, so you can't you know your build can't in you know just scale out of control because you have to leave after twelve floors. Um, but in the the infinite mode, I don't know, I don't I haven't done it, so I don't know how many floors you get to do, but uh, that might still be in there where you just your build just can ramp out of control and you just do crazy stuff. But last sick. I had tested, they they dropped the each layer to six floors, and the infinite oh. was eighteen. Was the last I tested, but this was a couple months ago. Okay. Uh, so the the long one was eighteen floors, and the each layer was six floors in like the normal I, stuff. <laughs> Do you guys remember when uh, Gigi like killed the Terragru or whatever his name is? Like yeah. he like actually like one shot the dude that's supposed to be the guy that's like, supposed to kill you. <laughs> yeah, like the reason why you leave that place is because this guy comes and eats you and he was just like, nah, I'm just gonna just gonna one shot this guy. That was pretty wild. Um, but uh, since we are coming up on quitting time, make sure that you guys put in your questions because uh, we're going to be closing it out here soon and maybe like the next 10, 15 minutes. So uh, make sure, yeah, bring it. Let, let us know some questions that you have for Undead, for us, whatever, raids, Mythic Plus, classes. Sentiment. Ooh, okay. 
I got a I got a, a spicy a spicy question for you on that because I think I think I heard me I think I was listening to a take I I can't remember it was a while ago how do you feel so I feel like with this with this beta specifically this happened this happened a lot how do you feel about tier lists in in beta or in the game or otherwise and like their effect on the meta slash perception of the meta, like the community perception. How do you feel about tier lists? Mm. That's a big question. I think that they are like the self-fulfilling prophecy of people that want to be told their class is good, basically. Like people just seek out the different streamers that play the class that they want to play and they bug them incessantly until they make a tier list. And then that streamer is biased because they main a certain class. So they put that that class higher in their tier list and then they're just like oh shit yeah my class is good and they have no uh, actual value that's that's my I, I don't think i think most of the content creators or streamers and wild end up making tier lists don't want to make tier lists at all <laughs> they just get asked about it literally a hundred times a day so they like make some half-assed list and they're just like here you go this is what's good good luck yeah and then that's it <laughs> Right. Dude, you, you have no idea how much shit we would get when we were raid testing and we didn't have the damage meter up. Oh my god. It's like, <laughs> bro, this is we're in we're we're raid testing like like super alpha raids and shit. And you're saying like and you're trying to figure out like why is this sub rogue doing five times the damage? I'm definitely going sub. Dude, that's not gonna be like that. Like relax. Yeah. I'm deciding that's, right now I'm playing sub. Yeah. <laughs> And that dude, that happened even when like, you know, uh, trying to make a like a, a guide almost for like what's changing in BFA for for you know marksmanship hunter or whatever. Like this, this is what's changing. This is how it plays. These are like the potentials that it has. Not talking about numbers. And then like you get comments about like, yeah, but is it good? Like how much damage does it do though? Like is it the yeah, best? Yeah. I'm like I, you don't know. I'm not talking about that, man. You can't. That's something you can't know. Can't and it's like it's. It. Until even yeah. Mythic Week, like changes are gonna happen between Heroic and Mythic Week, and you can't, oh, yeah. you can't know anything. That was like I made a, I don't do a lot of YouTube content, but I made a video pretty early in the, on in the beta talking about the Mythic Plus meta, and I tried to approach it from like not a numerical standpoint, but kind of just judging like, okay, there's there's three ways that the meta could move. It could be focused on healing, tanking, or damage, like how you're gonna push your highest keys, and based on what the tuning ends up being in those regards. This is kind of how I would expect the meta to shape up. This is good, like utility stuff to look for in your comps. This is what could be strong. Um, this is what's likely not strong. And I don't think there's, I don't know. I wish more players looked at stuff like that, especially players that are getting into mythic plus, like just identifying why things are strong rather than just what's, what's the strongest. I think that would help just a lot of people in the community in general, instead of just like, yeah. Oh man, mage is meta. Like, let's go. Like the, the question should be not what's good. It should be why is what's good good? Yeah, yeah Zax and I had uh, we've talked about this a lot. Like if we're going to do tier list or anything like that. And ultimately, we haven't done any yet uh, because we think they're absolutely useless um, right now. But like when if we did do it and, and then we ended up doing our uh, class reviews as you know, as we were going um, and we decided that like in alpha stage when we started our class reviews like we're not going to talk about legendaries we're not going to talk about conduits or covenants because you literally cannot talk about those things without saying that well you know the the hunter flare 
trap thing that gets lit on fire like that thing is absolutely great right now but it's like it's so useless and becomes so outdated that talking about that is just like really just useless but we get asked it in every single video. We get so much shit about like like it, whether or not like this spec is the best or that spec is the best or why did we not mention this legendary that's absolutely broken? Well, <laughs> if it's a broken legendary, we're not going to talk about it because it's going to get nerfed. You know, so it's like like it's a it's hard to have that balance of you want to give people what they want because that's you know that's ultimately what they're looking for is they want tier lists and they want to know if something's good or not like for everything for raid bosses for raids dungeons all that shit and um yeah it's it's a a hard balance to find when you're trying to like not make content that is only for that but you know it is what it is. I think this beta cycle has been like way more active from a viewership standpoint as well than previous beta cycles. Like it feels right. like, and maybe it's because I've been more involved with it, but I think it's been, cause I was pretty involved in BFA beta as well. Um, but it feels like something, I don't know if it's, it's the effect again, because like this expansion is, is more hyped and we have a big player base from classic looking to get back into retail uh, with this, that there's just more people, like there's more eyes on the changes that it feels more overwhelming, all of the questions a lot of content creators are getting. But it, it, I think there's definitely something to be said there. That you see seen the Gora's video? This beta cycle has been hype. Yeah. Which what is that? I noticed that too. Nagura's video. You see that? The one where, where she she, like... uh, she is like cosplaying as a, a tier yeah, list yeah, yeah, asker yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Owns, she gives <laughs> she gives like the most thought out answer ever, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it gonna be good? It's like, oh come <laughs> on, come on. Which tears it on? Come on. That's so stupid. Um, but I mean, we'll eventually make probably our like little tier tier guide versions of it. But like, you just gotta make that. You just gotta say it up front. That caveat of like none of this shit matters until you see war like wait until warcraft logs you know comes out and then that's the best that's it um all right all right we're gonna switch over to some questions yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna switch it over real quick all right i'm gonna i'm just looking at the first question and then zax you can go pick out whatever one you want thoughts on resto shaman for raiding what do you guys think um i'm first off i think it's awesome shaman is one of my favorite healers um i think that the amount of damage they do i'm a little bit upset that they took out the uh the Jaina damage profile but i think that uh i think they're going to be great and i think that you know at least for castle nathria with the amount of stacking that you're doing is going to be awesome i think uh slt is is like one of the greatest cooldowns ever um and so i think it's a super solid choice for anyone trying to go uh for healing and i mean automatic jack thinks that it's absolutely s tier for whatever that's worth um and so right now i think it's uh i think it's a good good option even if it wasn't i still think slt is always going to be something you know that is that is he uh, heavily needed for uh encounters so that's that's what i think what do you yeah, guys resto think shaman resto shaman popping off stocks rising or it's, it's it's risen <laughs> in all in all content dude yeah, I'm yep. in agreement for sure. I've been, I think they've been sleeper for all of beta, but I've been playing with almost strictly a resto shaman healer for the past three months. On oh, beta, really? And so you I got think a good perspective are, on this. I think they are and have been the best mythic plus healer for almost the entirety of beta. Um, I think, I think that Discrease gets overhyped in mythic plus every beta cycle, 
and then yep. ends up just being like pretty good, like not bad, but pretty good. And I think the um, and granted, this could change with with some more gearing. I think like Resto Druid needs some gear before it heals for anything. But right now, in my experience, in like eight to ten hours a day of Mythic Plus for most of the past three months, Resto Druid just doesn't heal for shit in Mythic Plus, and it's a big deal uh, because a lot of a lot of fights have um, just like persistent AOE damage, and obviously the Pride mobs, uh, which is the seasonal fix, which will be on every key, is persistent AOE damage, and the strength of Druid in Mythic Plus has always been they always have healing, like they have healing for everything. There's no like you don't have to craft poles around them; they can just always heal. Uh, but Shaman is just better at that right now, I think. So, look out for Shaman to be literally everywhere. I think this first season. That's Let's fucking go. awesome. I'm super happy about that. Yeah, that's sick. And their <laughs> damage profile is good. Like they they don't pad at all. Their damage is purely priority damage. So that's yeah. really good for Mythic Plus. That's where you hear their damage is is valuable. Like Resto Druid spamming swipe is is usually pretty low value, even though it looks good on the meters, as far as like actually timing keys goes. But Resto Shaman lava bursting on cooldown is very good for timing keys because it kills the high health targets and it's just like good damage. Even if it's less overall, it speeds up the dungeon more uh, a lot of the time. True that. Resto Shaman rising. Let's go. And then raid too. Like you're gonna be stacked in this raid yeah. a lot, yep. <laughs> and that's like just an innate advantage for them. But like on top of that, they're just getting better. It seems like even if you weren't stacked, so rest of shaman, be on the lookout for show. Uh, oh, I got a little raid check pull question here. When will all the guides be a hundred percent done? So for those well... who don't know, <laughs> we're making raid boss guides for Castle Nathria, and they are done right now. Yep, they're um, they're done. Don't... Yeah, we're doing little little final edits, uh, you know, videos, doing little little final edits to the videos. Um, and they are available right now, early access to our patrons. You can get the guides right now. But we're also gonna be releasing them to the public next week, actually, like starting on launch day. Well, for from the US, uh on the twenty third. We'll be releasing two guides a day. Uh, to the public, everybody's gonna have all the bosses by next Friday. All ten bosses ready to go, and uh, hopefully you like them. Let us know, dude. But uh, yeah, they're done, ready to go. Written guides or like written versions of the guides on icy veins too. They're already they're up already and ready there. To go. Yeah, already there. You can already check them out. Uh, the written versions, um, which maybe we can link them or whatever. But yeah, join the Discord to see all that good stuff. But yep, yep, great yep. guides done earlier than you've ever seen a raid guide in your life dude <laughs> and it was a lot of work because when blizzard yeah. changes a boss after you've completed a video fuck yeah when they test a boss six times and they <laughs> change every ability on the sixth time it's it's a struggle dude uh yeah, they, so dad after uh, people get their legendaries do you see them running Torgas still oh yeah um Probably, uh, especially if you multi if you multi spec, like if you play different specs and you want to try stuff, um, I think so. I know I will. Like, there's legendaries that I'm gonna play just because they're they're good, and then there's legendaries that I'm going to continue to try to get because they're fun. And then the same with Torgas. Like Torgas is just gonna be for fun on the side. Like I think it's actually yeah. I think Torgas is actually a godsend for for people like me that play the game constantly but uh, don't always have a group to play with that I can just hang out in Torghast while I'm waiting for, for things to do. So I think people are going to enjoy Torghast quite a bit. 
Yeah, I I feel I feel that way too. And the fact that like there's a bunch of legendaries you have to get can get um you have to upgrade them with the the ash from Torghast. Um so if if your goal or whatever is to get all upgraded legendaries, it's going to take you a while and it's time gated. Yeah. So you're not like grinding it and it doesn't actually take that long. You don't once you get the layers unlocked, you don't actually have to do that much every week. You have to do once you get the eighth layer unlocked, you have to do two Torghast runs every week of six or whatever floors it is now, um, which, I don't know, take you less than an hour, you know? So yeah. you do that, like, you're going to be cruising. It's going to be great. I'm going to tell you... You're probably oh, somewhere between, like, 45 minutes to an hour and a half, somewhere in between there to get all all your shit done, which owns... It's like Ooh. if you only had to do one vision a week. and that It's so that. sick. So, um, and it was I'm not gonna, visions. I'm going to tell you this, <laughs> is that... Me, me getting my legendaries, uh, doesn't add or take away from me doing Torghast because I'm going to want to see Torghast on every single one of my characters just to see the broken shenanigans that can happen. So over the, you know, over however long it takes to, to do Torghast on every spec eventually, like, I'm just going to do it because it's going to be fucking awesome. Like that's like that's first and foremost. And then obviously you're going to have to grind a little bit to make sure that you get the legendaries you want, the dust that you want, ranks that you want. Um, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm I'm just going to be doing it. So I think uh, I think that's a lot of people are going to find out when they jump into Torghast that it's like it's not islands. You don't do it because you're forced to do it. You 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 have to do it for a little bit of time, but you're going to want to do it even after that. That is very true. Yeah, that's the, weird. Like, I want to try. I want to play like Disc Priest in Torghast, and I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah, like the, the weird shit, can, right? <laughs> you know, it's like you can play whatever you want. It's probably gonna work out, and you can play with groups. Like, you don't have to do it by yourself. Like, dude, there's so many options, man. Torghast is so so sick. Um. All right. Um, so here's a oh. here's a here's a good old good question that we haven't gotten, but I think Zach is gonna have a good answer for this. Uh. For high pop servers, do you guys think war mode is a good idea for starting off or keep it turned off so you can get ahead of the pack without having to worry about fighting and shit? So I don't there. I don't know the answer. You know, I I can't I can't see the future, but my I strongly. uh, What I'm going to do is not turn on war mode. Let's put it that way. I will not be turning on war mode, period. I don't care what time advantage you get that is going to be because okay think it think about it this way we haven't had an expansion in a while maybe ever where the starting zone <laughs> okay uh, the starting zone is the same for both factions mm-hmm. everybody is going to bastion everybody literally both both factions will all be in bastion if you're in war mode it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be insane if you're in war mode regardless of whatever experience bonus you get you will be slowed down by people by war mode alone and there's going to be like world pvp happening which for some reason just lags the crap out of blizzard servers so like you're just going to be more laggy than you would be in non non war mode so i i mean i recommend you know i'm not going to be using war mode but there's a chance that like i mean what is it like 10 percent if you're horde or something like that like you might get a little boost you might you might go flying past but also you have to complete every single campaign quest to even like start doing max level stuff. So like getting to max, you know, max level along the way is like not going to help you at all. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't recommend war mode for leveling, but who knows? 
I will be turning it on and hunting down every single person <laughs> that I see. Oh, God. Do you get experience from killing other players? <laughs> you might might be I, I'm going to get a good experience. I don't know if it's going to help my character. <laughs> I, I think if you are in a group and you're Horde, turn it on. Otherwise, play at your own risk. I think Alliance are going to get clapped. I think the Alliance has had this lull where they don't remember what the beginning of BFA was like when uh when all of the like the top guilds and horde had war mode turned on for the rep bonuses and the experience bonuses and everything and there was just like there were forum posts like hourly from alliance players just being like war mode i can't even turn this on i can't turn war mode on i'm just dead i can't turn war mode on i'm dead and i think that is going to repeat itself so i think well now don't they get that crazy bonus now like this is the they first expansion, but what does that do when you're just perma dead? Like, I think the faction imbalance is too too much of an issue for alliance players to to have a good experience leveling up with war mode on. If it is the same as how BFA was, if if somehow they've done yeah. a better job with sharding uh, to make things more more equal, then sure. Uh, but yeah, if I wasn't in a group, I would not be turning it on. But I intend to level in in a group uh yeah faster and and in that way like because i'm in a group i'm i'm more likely to not be slowed down by war mode yeah that makes sense for sure being in a group and uh speaking of like the alliance bonus the people who like always go for like world first max level or whatever um like Jinji and whoever i think he's gotten in the past two times uh they are like leveling as alliance so like faction swapping to level as alliance with war mode on with the 30 percent bonus or whatever um like in a group so maybe they'll make it work but i just maybe that works out because that's like it makes a lot of sense to get 30 percent more experience or whatever but that might backfire real bad for them dude like just getting chain, chain oh, i think they, they know that guards. i think they're gonna hire yeah yeah that, i think like, so no too oh, shit. i think i think there's good people that find like on alliance with them that are just like protecting them um <laughs> <laughs> like no no no, no I, I legit think that's a, like that's seriously gonna happen and i think um they're going to have the five of them. Plus they're going to have a, like a group of other people that are just like waiting for someone to try to like fuck with them. But as soon yeah. as they get uh, like past the first two levels, then they're, they're on their own, right? No one's going to be there. Yeah. If they can get, once they get a lead, they're fine. Like that's a, that's the thing with world first leveling. Like once you get a lead, it just becomes so much, it's way easier to keep a lead than it is to, to catch up and, and surpass the guy that's in the lead. Just because yep. you have first access to all the quests and everything. It takes a, it, it, so the fastest time right now on Shadowlands is five hours and thirty minutes. That's wild. Oh my god, Jesus, what the? Yeah, well, if it all right. for, You could actually they might skip campaign stuff. I don't know what their plan is because if you just grind mobs, I'm pretty sure you can do it in three. Grinding mobs is actually Whoa. faster than questing. Oh, but yeah, if you don't like get anything, you have to do <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like you have to, you're max yeah. level, but you literally can't do anything because you have to do all the campaigns. So. I think yeah. the legit fastest is is within that that five hour range for sure. I've heard even like doing dungeons is technically faster, which is like once you've once you've leveled your first character, you can kind of do maybe a different route. Uh, once you have the the different leveling path, but do five and a half hours, jeez. <laughs> um, yo, okay, I got a good last question for us to end on here. Will you guys take time away from leveling slash gearing next week to do the podcast? I think so. Hell yes. Hell, we're I doing the podcast every week, unless I have yeah. another baby. <laughs> yeah, only exception, Jim has another kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're planning on just doing the podcast every week. Hopefully we can get guests and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, 
this expansion is supposed to be non-infinite grindy, so we should have time. You know what I mean? We should be chilling, even like during raid progression and stuff. Unless I'm unless Vision's day raiding on a Friday, which you never know. Uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be there. It would Podcast be cool in a week, couple maybe. weeks to get uh to get Dad back on and see you know like you know like a month from now and see like all right how did it pan out? Were we right? Uh, like you know it would be cool I'll be if, down uh, for sure to do that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised by how chill these first two weeks are. Also, like people that haven't True. been paying attention to beta and are just kind of like going in semi blind. I think uh, going to be pleasantly surprised by how it's just like I, I leveled up my character. I got like a couple hours of shit to do, and then uh, I guess I'll level another character. Great. Yeah, it's going to be so week. good. It's going to be so good. It's going to surprise oh, a lot of people. Oh, only having a two-week turnaround on the raid is going to be so sick, dude. I was getting so tired of that three-week turnaround, man. This is going to be dope. Yeah, um, I'm ready, man. Super hype. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Undad, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast with us. Uh, check him out at Undad TV on Twitch, right? And then it's right. Sad Dad on YouTube. That's right. That'll be Perfect. changed eventually, but not in the ne- near future, man. Like that'll that'll be a long time from now. Some someday that'll be changed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah su- super good conversation. Um, obviously we do these uh, three o'clock on Fridays, and then Saturday we post them for everyone to see. I didn't post last week's, but it'll be posted this week. Um, and uh, yeah, any last any last words, guys? I just thank thank you guys for having me. I had a blast. I, I love doing stuff like this. So like you, you mentioned, maybe coming back after progressions over and stuff. Like I would be totally down. Just have a chill Friday afternoon with you boys. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, dude. Yep. Thank you guys. See you guys later. Bye bye.